0: I know that struggling can be can make it less fun, so to give you a little bit of, a, of an edge ag- over people who haven't heard some of these things, here are some tips from uh, from the Supreme Game Master at the Escape Room, because that is my job title there. I've gotten a promotion.
1: Supreme. Yeah. So, that, ju- that just means he comes with uh, sausage, pepperoni, onions, and peppers. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the lettuce and tomato and sour cream. <laughs>
2: Episode 224, it's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy. I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. Yeah. Mike, what do you got? Uh, new mixer. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. What else? What else? What
2: uh, else? New chords. Plug yeah, them all yeah, in. We talked about that. What else? Yeah, what else? What else? Yeah. Oh, Oh, you mean this little thing here? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, this 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 new laptop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> new laptop! Woo! Yay! How'd that happen? <laughs> Funny you should ask. You had uh. a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> mm, kinda. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about it like that, but yeah, yeah. Do we do we want to have our guest bring in? He can talk about it too. Sure, sure. I'm sure he's he, he would like to uh, celebrate with us. Ando.
0: As always, rocking out to my own music. Welcome to the show again. It is, as always, good to be back, naturally. And yes, I would like to celebrate with you your new laptop. Congratulations, Woo-hoo! Mike. Thank you, I <laughs> <laughs> That was a celebratory cough. Yes. You don't a get those celebratory often.
1: spread of germs. It,
0: it it kind of feels like last time I was on the show I was also on the tail end of getting over a cold but I had like started developing one late uh, like early last week and so yeah it's just oh. been
2: I have, I have a, a, literally I have a case of Ricola in the house, <laughs> yeah. so knock yourself out. Because I, I bought them two days before I stopped coughing, <laughs> which means with Amazon Prime, they arrived the day I stopped coughing.
1: What do you Lovely. got, Don, what, what Tell us about it. Tell us about it.
2: I got a new MacBook Pro 13-inch Ooh. base model, no f- funny ass touch bar. Got got me some real function keys here. Got mm-hmm. me a real live escape key mm-hmm. that I can sense with my finger and uh I didn't do that because I have anything against the touch bar other than it costs $300 more than actual function keys. And um when they decide to bring the price down on that, I'll happily entertain getting one with a touch bar, but uh this was in, cheaper. In 8 years and 9 months. <laughs> yeah, something like that.
1: <laughs> Since Notice the last
2: time you got a new it's computer. It's sitting on top of the old laptop and it's uh Yeah, it looks like, oh, I don't know, Um, what's a good analogy here? Kind of like War and
1: Peace, and then on top of War and Peace are the cliff notes to War and Peace. No, no, because those are thick. We're talking like, (laughs) it's it's a cholesterol pamphlet at your doctor's. (laughs) You could literally, tell me I'm wrong, Ando, Mm. you could close that laptop up and you could fit two of them inside the case.
2: Easily and still have yeah. the keys yeah.
1: in place, you totally. know. Like, like you could fit that inside the case of the old la- of mm-hmm. the old laptop.
0: Yeah, totally, absolutely. been yep. just for for what it's worth, that is basically the newer model of the same oh, what, MacBook that oh, I you have. have. Yeah. I have a MacBook Pro 13 inch that yep. also is it's basically just a few years ago's model of it. So, yep. <laughs> look at you, little Apple nerds. Well, You're I so mean, cute. you know what? Windows was great up to Windows Seven, but after that, I jumped ship. So, you know what? I don't feel bad about it.
2: Yours has two things uh, on it that that I wish mine had. My fingerprints and my glorious presence? No, um, more ports and a light-up logo. Oh. Your logo doesn't light up? Mm. Your logo Eh. doesn't light up? Wow. It's so thin. It's so
1: thin they couldn't make the logo light up. Lame. Um, Sounds to me like they need to start working on thinner lights. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I don't know what the reason for that is, but...
0: Yeah, I actually have real USB ports online yeah. instead of just under lightning bolt. Give it a little time,
1: look around, or maybe I'll go look and see maybe for Christmas or for your birthday or something like that. There'll be some kind of Kickstarter thing where it's, it's a just, tiny it's just, little... It's a light thin, that you just tape onto the back of the
2: laptop. LED battery operated. <laughs> yeah. It it uses induction charging. It actually charges itself off the battery in the laptop.
1: Yeah, there you go. would <laughs> <laughs> be fun.
2: So, yeah. Sorry for okay. all that. Um, so, if you'll recall, a couple of months ago... Uh, This old laptop just up and died right before we were recording a double episode with Jim. And um, I scrambled, uh, much like eggs, and I got my (laughs) huge desktop upstairs, and we used that for that week. And then I dug around the house and I found the replacement fan that I had bought for this Mac Mini here and fixed it, and that's what we've been recording on since then. Um, However, (laughs) that week after... The lat the old laptop broke. I started looking online and it turned out that Apple had just started offering these late 2016, they call them October 2016 MacBook Pros in the refurbished store. Ooh. Which, if you're gonna buy a Mac, you may as well buy refurbished. If you can get the one you want, you may as well buy it from their refurbished store because they knock fifteen to twenty percent off. You still get the same warranty. Uh you can still add Apple Care if you want. Um And if there's anything wrong with it, like it's anything scratched, any piece of the surface and any surface, any of the case, the screen, the keys, anything is scratched or marked in any way at all. They replace it somehow. So they'll give you old, old, old in quotes, guts in a new case. And then they put it in a box with new charger and cable. and You're good to go. And I've been buying, I haven't bought all of mine refurbished, but I've bought multiple Apple products refurbished and never had a problem. So, Craig might remember an email I sent him. Apple finally started offering these things in the refurbished center, and I, and I got a, I signed up for an mm-hmm. email to warn me about it, to tell me when they're there. Yeah, I was going to bring Because there this up. are services where you can sign up with your email and they'll, they that are constantly pinging Apple's refurbished mm-hmm. website, and they'll send you an email when the new stuff shows up. When the thing you want yeah. is there. Because I didn't just get the base, base, base model. That's the base, base, base model... With the extra 16 gig RAM mm. op- option,
0: mm.
2: normally it's eight. Mm. I wanted 16, of course. Um, <laughs> so that one showed up, uh, and I went and I looked. What was I? I was in a meeting or something. By or... the
1: time you were able to respond to the <laughs> or click, notification, click, click on the notification, they had sold out. Oh, sold out. So, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs>
2: and um. Well, anyway, later that night they came back and I bought one,
1: Ooh.
2: and they shipped it to me. And I got it, and I looked at it, and they, they had sent me the wrong model.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no good. <laughs> and I'm like, yay, yeah, yay, yeah, yeah, finally! Oh. They,
2: yeah, they sent me an uh, extra hard drive, and still 8 gigs of RAM.
1: I got my new laptop! I got my new laptop!
2: So I called. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I called, and I said, <laughs> what can we do here?
2: And... Uh,
1: they said, you can keep that one for free and we'll send no, you the one that we you. Oh, no, of course not. Not like Zazzle, where they just let you keep the shirt and send you the one that you, they meant right, to send you. Because that's a t-shirt and this is a computer. A high-end computer.
2: So I talked to James, and James is very nice and very apologetic. And he said, yep, yeah, we totally screwed up. Uh, unfortunately, as, as you just told me, because I told him, uh, the one you want is not there anymore because now it's two days, three days later. Yeah. And they've sold out again. And uh, and he said, "Well, you know, because you've been you've been so such a such a cool guy and so easygoing about this, because I'm like I've been in customer yeah. service. Once you've worked in customer service or yeah. in retail, you cannot. I mean, it takes a lot to get me to go off on somebody. Yeah, tech, yeah. I did my time in tech support. I know the feeling. Yeah. So so I was nice, and uh, apparently that's not what they get a lot. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> on their phone lines, and so." To show their his and their appreciation, he said he would send me a coupon to use on my next Apple purchase. And I thought, oh. sweet. And uh the last time this had happened, <laughs> hold debacle with my, my monitor that I have downstairs, which they sent me three that were broken in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Again, refurbished, and so by the time I got the third one, there weren't any more. Mm. Long story, I won't go into it. Um, Angie in at Apple was very nice that time. I remember her name and mm-hmm. <laughs> she sent me a coupon um and but back then that was like 6 years ago it took 30 days from the date that th- everything was settled until I got the coupon emailed to me James never said anything about how long or when I was going to get this coupon so I just assumed
0: it'd be another little while it, it'd be
2: 30 days um 30 days put that uh, uh like the day after WWDC in June where Apple announced new no, macbook pros or updated ones anyway just spec bumped but what that did is it lowered the price of these in the refurbished store even more than they already were um plus, so i'm like
1: plus coupon
2: plus coupon so i'm waiting and i'm waiting and i'm waiting so like, you know, basically they paid you money just almost to take this laptop so so i get uh so i'm waiting and i'm waiting and like another week goes by and i still don't have this up checking my spam folder and i'm like <laughs> all right i need to call so i called and I got uh, Lorraine, <laughs> who was very apologetic, and said, "Oh, the coup- you should have gotten the coupon in 24 hours." Oh! And first of all, I'm like, <laughs> "Wait, what?" <Yeah. laughs> I I just went ahead and assumed that I'd have to wait a month, and I could have gotten it like the next day. She's like, "Yeah, yeah." It's apparently, there's a problem with our coup- our coupon department and their computer system that they apparently haven't <laughs> fixed in six years. No 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 back then it was supposed to be thirty oh, okay. days. Now now it's only twenty-four hours. Okay. And uh and she said, make sure you check your spam folder. I'm like, come on. Really? <laughs> you know, like what kind of moron I shouldn't have to ask that question <laughs> do you deal with usually? Um so so she goes, um you know let's let's look in this in the refurbished store, and you because know, stuff's coming in there, in and out of there all the time. I'm am like, looking at it right now on my phone, and there's nothing in there and she's like, what? "No, and she what? goes, no, no, no,
1: you're not really looking in the refurbished store. you have to be here to really look in the refurbished store, yeah, wait, that's just the stuff we let you see, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> don't hang on, don't jump the route,
0: <laughs> sorry."
1: <laughs>
2: Come on, Craig! Patience.
0: So this is an epic debacle.
2: I was <laughs> treating it like a game. <laughs> she looks in there, and there were a whole bunch of different configurations that had shown up that day, and but mine, the one I wanted, was not there. Even for her looking at it, it wasn't there. And she said, "But what about this other one? That's a little bit more." And I'm like, "Well, I don't want that one. I wanted the one that I wanted. Like she wanted me to get the one with the big bigger hard drive and more RAM." And um, and she said, "Well." That one's an extra $200. It's like, no, I don't think I can do that. I'm like, what? And she said, well, what about this other one that's got the touch bar? Or Anyway, she was trying to get me to buy one that was more expensive, and then she was going to knock like 100 bucks off for me for my trouble.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I hadn't anticipated this. <laughs> I'm like, do I want the touch bar one? And I'm like, I don't want to spend that much money because it's still, it's like, three and at that time $400 more than what I was willing to spend on this so I was like no 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 that's okay just send me the coupon and she said okay well you know it should get there within 24 hours might take 74 check your spam folder blah 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 so three days later still not there (laughs) four days later still not there (laughs) week later it's still not there (laughs) Jeez, and at this point i'm not calling back because there's no i'm looking at the refurbished store and there this model's not in there so finally i i call they show up again i get on the phone <laughs> i call back i talk to uh jeff <laughs> <laughs> and uh jeff tells me that uh it's all oh, the same person they just do voices yeah i think <laughs> <laughs> now i don't know what what was going on with like james can just hand out coupons left and right Lorraine is handing out actual cash discounts. <laughs> In the moment, Jeff, apparently not capable of doing anything. So I don't know what level pe- people are at different levels or what, but but if they are, Jeff's was at the bottom one. The <laughs> okay. lowest level you could be. Might have been a probationary genius. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> so, so
0: the sub-genius.
2: Not only does Jeff tell me that... um that oh well first of all the coupon was only going to be 13 or no it was $15 off a $100 purchase $30 off a $200 purchase or $45 off a $300 purchase and i'm like well i'm going to do a, at least a $300 purchase here so i get the best biggest bang for my buck on that but really $45 cuz 6 years ago when i went through this and i waited 30 days for my coupon it was $30 off 100 60
1: off 200 and a off of 300 you
2: can't bump that up to 50 45? i would wow. i would
1: i would have forgotten that information if it had been a year and you're remembering your coupon from six, six years, years earlier uh-huh. wow wow see we've talked about Mike and money yeah so not only <laughs> i wasn't kidding <laughs> not only is the coupon lame
2: <laughs> jeff informs me the coupon cannot be used at the refurbished store
0: which was also not the case six years ago wasn't, um, wasn't I don't the case, remember
2: wasn't the
1: case two weeks ago because
2: <laughs> I didn't have to buy anything from the refurbished store. I don't know what I spent that coupon on, but it wasn't refurbished. Yeah, okay. stuff. So no, but the, the two people previously never mentioned they knew that I was going to use this coupon to get this laptop when it did show up. Not neither one of them mentioned. Oh, by the way, you can't you can't use it for that. You have to use it on new stuff. So I'm like, oh, Jeff, Jeff, this is no good. Jeff. So then I said, OK, so what about like? thanks, Jeff? So how about you just give me that that $100 off that Lorraine offered me? Why don't we just do that? And Jeff said, oh, I I, I, I can't do that. And I said, why don't you talk to your supervisor, Jeff? I'll hold. <laughs> Literally like 10 minutes goes by. He comes back. He's, oh, I'm really, yeah, I'm really sorry. Yeah, we're just not going to, yeah, we're just not going to be able to do that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Totally turns into Lumberg on me. <laughs> and and i'm like jeff come on jeff 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 and i'm trying to be jeff, nice baby. about it and i just i literally i kept him on the line for 20 minutes shaming him but doing it in a in a nice way mm-hmm. and he still wouldn't relent he was sticking to his script so good on jeff for not <laughs> breaking down um and then i pulled out the magic two words customer relations <laughs> good which Lord. is
1: i should have started Keeping track of how much time yeah. Mike has spent on this, and see, and we get, we get a a dollar per hour. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Um, how much did you actually save? I saved seventy five cents per hour that I spent bitching. <laughs> no. So uh, so Jeff Jeff puts
2: me on hold again, and in like ninety seconds comes back and says, "Oh, guess what? My supervisor is going to give you that hundred dollars." <laughs> uh huh. So I ended up getting like twenty five percent
1: off. Okay, wow! <laughs> after all that,
2: after a, a, a you know a ten minute phone call, a twenty minute phone call, and then a one hour long
1: phone call, and a month and a half of sitting there and watching your computer, computer just so in stock, out in of stock, out of stock,
2: seeing it just just out of reach. You just like oh! But in that time, they spec bumped them. And I got, an, I got another discount oh, good Lord. that I wasn't even anticipating. Wow. So
1: Excellent. Well, we're set. We're, we're good to go.
2: We're rolling. We're rocking. And of course, this episode is... Don't say that. Despite What's... the new computer and new cables and new mixer. What's
1: wrong with you? Why would you say that?
2: Well, the static monster has still been popping up every once in a while. There's nothing and, we can do about it. And I have,
1: I have posited the theory... You're the only person who even talks about it. That it is the software. You're the only person who talks about it. we have. We That's have not true. Kevin, that. Kevin talks about it, but Kevin's a dick. So, moving on. We have recorded on a 2008 MacBook Pro, a 2009 Mini, a
2: 2012 Mac Pro, and now a 2016 MacBook Pro. Now It's not the hardware. It's got to be the software.
0: And you use GarageBand?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Audacity, man. Just use Audacity instead.
2: Audacity scares me even more than GarageBand. I'd rather really? pay 200 bucks and
1: get Logic Pro. But anyway... Well, it's just a question of how long he's willing to put up with the static monster, because yeah. clearly it bothers him. Yeah. Every time he brings it up to me, I'm like, okay, whatever. i like, I didn't notice it. <laughs> yeah. I hear it like one time an episode, <laughs> and then Kevin made a thing out of it a, a few weeks ago. Anyway. And I, and, and like my, my level of caring went uh, precisely nowhere <laughs> when Kevin made a thing out of it a couple of weeks ago.
2: By the way, we have a Kevin question, so I'm don't aware. let me forget at the end. I'm aware. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, Speaking of uh, audience interaction, we've got uh, we got to say some stuff here. Uh-oh. Yeah. What kind of stuff? Some stuff that was sent to us by a, oh, uh, no. one of our donators. One of these people <laughs> who
2: donated dozens and dozens of dollars that then yeah. released Mike uh, ethically from then spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars <laughs>
1: of his own money. Kind of.
2: Love how that happens.
1: <laughs> so, uh. But I had a coupon <laughs> and a donation. Let's roll with this. Hey, Mike. Yeah. I feel empty. Really empty. Empty how? Empty. Hopeless. Maybe not quite doomed, but empty. Like. Reading Sarcha after watching a Keeping Up with the Kardashians Marathon empty. Clove, cigarette, and absinthe empty. Ew. Uh, bring this bottle back for the nickel in Connecticut empty. Empty. Uh-huh. This is serious. Sounds that way. No, I mean it. I feel hollow. <sighs> okay, I'll bite. Why? It's just, damn it, it's MST3K. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. But it was robots, and it bad movies, and fond memories, and a cast of B-list funny people. And? And? And what else? And a loathsome one-trick pony that didn't have the character to deal his friends back in. Jim warned you. I know. I know. I really should listen to Jim more. Yes, you should. That is the end that of Nerd Burger theater. theater for the day today. We're not mentioning who sent that in. Gee, I wonder. Who, but I think who, you might have a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, I finished the uh For the record, there season. was there was acting direction included in the script. I, I half wondered because the, I, word, because... the word resigned was I, in there
0: before I, I, some, of the, I kind some of, of the text. I kind of figured, based on your facial expressions at the time and some of the actions that you guys did, I, I kind of figured there was a little bit of the, uh, in the script. Mine
2: didn't have any acting direction. That was all me, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mike created quite the character.
1: Oh. Have, did you finish
2: watching season 11 yet?
0: No. Okay. I haven't either, but I, I've watched the first couple episodes of it, but haven't finished.
2: We will discuss at a later date, then. Yeah. Yep.
1: It-
0: <laughs> oh, or... <laughs> Never mind.
1: Or... Sorry, what? Follow-up question? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it, it, you've already done it. Go ahead. What's news, guys? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What
1: is news, Craig? Oh, uh, do you live in New York? New York City? No. If you do, any listeners out there... um, you know that you're surrounded by about two million rats, and those rats have a notorious reputation as disease-spreading, house-destroying, fire-starting vermin. <laughs> Don't forget pizza-stealing. That's true. We got a little uh, animated gif here, actually, of the Especially for their mutant pizza, turtle pizza, going down the stairs, yeah. That's wearing, pizza rat. wearing the pizza like a cape. <laughs> kind of. Um, He's taking it back to the sewer for his uh, but,
0: mutant turtle yeah, pals.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um <laughs> Eager to, le- e- that eager, t- eager to learn, eager to learn, kind of more about how the rats function in the city and maybe be able to deal with them a little bit better. Yeah, um, a research team is offering one thousand dollars to study the rat, a uh, study rat-plagued homes and businesses in the city. So if you have a rat-plagued home or business, you can let strangers into your house to study your rats not exterminate them well, no, not no. relocate that them not studying. train them to be better not ask them to be employees not teach them to make pizza so that when they take some they've already they leave some for you too no just to study them
2: they don't want to influence the study <laughs> negatively by affecting the behavior of the rats by trying to get rid of them or poison them or rehome them do you
0: re rats? <laughs>
1: re rehovel them? Yeah. It
0: sounds like we need a Pied Piper in New York.
1: <laughs> we do. And then, of course, then New York will not pay, and then the Pied Piper will become angry and steal all their children. And New York, New Yorkers will be able to find parking spaces. Because <laughs> 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 parents won't have to drive their kids around. mm mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you have any more New York news? No, that's that's about it there. I just thought it was interesting that it's like, oh, well, you can get a whole thousand
0: dollars in New York. Which and New York is probably not even enough for a month's rent in most places. Depending on
1: where you are, yeah. But of course, if you're paying over a thousand dollars for New York rent and you've got a rat problem, maybe you should just leave New York. <laughs> you're not you don't know how to apartment.
2: <laughs> this is the best I get for a thousand
1: bucks? F this. And then the rat got a family of rats over in the corner saying, Yeah, we pay 250
2: <laughs> Stick their head out of the hole in the baseboard.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, this wall, this wall, this wall's 250 a month. Don't eat our cheese. We put our name on it in the fridge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Keep your hands up, my cheese. Your charity, Do- who ate my cheese? Your charity
1: electricity bill is due five days before the end of the month. <laughs> Cash, please. <laughs> moving on so
2: uh moving on to more new york news you know how the subways are in uh disrepair they're oh. kind of fa- kind of falling apart
1: they're falling apart and constantly filling with water and yeah
2: there's all kinds of trouble it's like they haven't been spending money at all underground in new york in the last like four decades that's
1: one of the things that came up on um what was the show called if there were no people or if we if we left or like how quickly everything would disintegrate how how quickly everything would fall apart and when they did new york it was like like the next day
2: mm-hmm.
1: the sewer or the uh the sewers are overflowing and the <laughs> and the uh subways are full of water yeah <laughs> like the next day <laughs> <laughs> because the people aren't maintaining the pumps that are keeping all that stuff running yeah. and it's all terrible the systems are terrible they're they're outdated and Mm. Yeah. Yep. Every bit of them. But uh, now
2: we now we've got with the the wonders of uh, cell phones and video cameras in your pocket, everybody's pockets. We have the the wonders of uh, snakes on a train, yo.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's
2: my favorite sequel. <laughs> Remember that the snake on a plane where it was crawling up the wall, like over on the the X the outside curved wall of the airplane uh-huh. but like hull. between the between the hall and the uh, and the, the back of the overhead bin and somebody mm-hmm. was filming it up there yeah that happened on the tr- on a subway train nice. there's a big giant snake up there which happened uh just a few days after um someone shot video of a woman and her pet raccoon sitting <laughs> in the on the bench on like you know the j train or whatever <laughs> feeding it cereal out of a little bowl so it's this little little raccoon is sitting there and he's like eating with both of his hands eating his little cereal acting like no big deal and there's some stranger sitting next to them and he's
1: like yeah what's up (laughs) (laughs) and 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 of course all the people in the in in the train are just standing there just looking at going all right this is new york that's like only one person thought it was worthy of Shooting some video. <laughs> yeah.
2: And of course, you know, both of these videos, both the raccoon and the snake, shot wrong. Vertical orientation. Turn your phone sideways, people. Pretend it's
0: TV. This has been a Nerdburger public service announcement.
1: I've started making uh, determinations of what it might take for me to slap people. Is that one of them? That's going to be one In of public? them. In public? Just strangers? Anybody? <laughs> My dad! Any- I will slap my dad if he's taking his phone Yeah, anyone. anyone if he's using his phone to take vertical video. I will slap that phone right out of there. I will knock your teeth tra- knock your teeth straight as uh, <laughs> I heard once on a television show. <laughs> I'll slap your teeth straight. Yeah. Yeah, my dad will
2: uh, will FaceTime us and then set his phone down upright on the coffee table and so then I can see like his left ear and my mom's right ear.
1: And I have to go. <laughs> face palm.
2: Dad, turn the phone sideways.
1: <laughs> um, also high on my list is if um, an awkward situation occurs, and somebody breaks the silence by saying "awkward," <laughs> they get their teeth knocked sideways. Si- yeah, yeah. Or they they, or they, they or get whatever. they get their teeth knocked out
2: <laughs> of their been, face that had been previously <laughs> slapped straight, slapped back sideways the other way.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, here's the meta thing that would happen if somebody is uh, is uh, seeing you get a, you know, slapping somebody's phone out of their hand and proceeds to record you slapping it vertically.
1: Oh, then that's <laughs> just a double slap. That's like that's worth 500 points. That's that's bonus points, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> bonus round.
1: What else you got? Oh, wildlife news. Speaking of, <laughs> sure. <laughs> The mighty grizzly, the Yellowstone grizzly specifically, yeah. is no longer on the endangered species list. Oh, nice. Because it's dead? They've fucked themselves off the list. <laughs> no. Oh, the other way. The there's good a whole, way. The good oh, way. Okay. There's, a, there's yeah. a whole bunch of them.
2: Awesome. Way to go, Yellow grizzly. <laughs> Yellowstone. Yellowstone grizzly. Yes, of course. Um... Oh, you said Yellowstone grizzly, and I just pictured like a blonde grizzly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wearing a cardigan <laughs> <laughs> smoking a pipe. <laughs> right. uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm in Yellowstone. has got some boat shoes on. Having tea with the Bernsteins. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's off the uh off the list. So now it just becomes a question of, you know. We flew into Aspen last night we and drove we, down. We as a people can't manage to keep some animals in the equilibrium. We tend to let there be too many of them, and then we have to start killing them. And then we kill too many. And there's of too them many and... of them, and then we have to like take care of them and make sure to yeah. protect them and you know get them back on on track so that they don't f up the ecosystem. We um, didn't. Did, so
2: we we weren't helping so, them bang each other uh, back uh, into. Well, they were protected. Healthy
1: population. They were protected. Okay. So we were, by being in the park. Well, by being on the spe- on the endangered species list, and they were being studied okay. and helped along and all this. So now I assume um, they're smart enough not
2: to um go swimming in the pools of acid.
1: <laughs> boiling hot, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, One hopes. Well, it just it, like some I'm, humans. I'm yeah. just, I'm just thinking we start the countdown now because you know how we we do such a great job with uh, taking care how, of our animals. How we, long until Yellowstone long t- is overrun with grizzlies? <laughs> how long until they're like rats <laughs> in New York? <laughs> <laughs> just too many grizzlies.
2: How long until they're yeah they, they 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 overrun the entire country, become sentient, and start talking like Andy Circus? <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a new Planet of the Apes movie out. That's true.
0: Somehow I managed to miss, uh, uh I haven't seen that. any
1: of them. I saw the the first one of the, the new... James Franco one, yeah. Well, the one, yeah, the one with the one where it was where it starts basically, yeah, <laughs> where he's just a chimp and he, yeah, he, I have he gets smart and
0: I haven't seen any of the new, uh, planet of the apes i've seen uh two of the uh, original ones and i saw the uh, abomination with mark Wahlberg. i'm sorry <laughs> yeah and i am too
1: yeah so uh well done grizzly bears now uh simeon don't good on you having all that sex yeah don't overdo it so that we have to start killing you like wolves were <laughs> for some time and now wolves are in trouble and they're coming back and then there's you know like, like every every animal What's the f- the feral cat situation? wasn't that wasn't that a big problem in Wisconsin for a while? And anyway, oh, like if you saw if you just saw a stray cat, you could just kill it <laughs> there were so many of. I them. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't... when the animal when the when the animal is so overpopulated that it f's up the ecosystem.
0: I'm I'm not trying to say that there wasn't a problem. I'm just saying as as since cats are like my favorite animal, I it's hard under- for me I to understand. hear about that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Don't let the fact that 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 uh Planet of the Apes reboot from, two was it 2000, was done by Tim Burton, fool you into thinking it might actually be good. The one with Marky, is that Marky Mark? Yeah. Mark, yeah. Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg and is Mark. And Helena Simeon
1: Carter. You mean, uh, you mean, you mean Tim, I haven't done a good movie since uh, 1997, Burton. But if you like my wife, and you like seeing her act, she's in all of them. And most of them have Johnny Depp too. They're not together anymore. They're not? Nope. Oh, when did that happen? I don't care. I think recently. <laughs> yeah, last couple
2: of years. Speaking of raccoons and parks and rec. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Rob Lowe's got a new show. Oh yeah, heard about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's basically uh, Rob Lowe and his two uh, teenage-ish boys going out and and doing um, like the X Files, Re- looking into supernatural things Mm -hmm. and apparently the season finale uh involves them actually coming into contact with bigfoot hey rob you're
1: crazy oh that sucked (laughs) (laughs) your
2: stuff is cutting up yeah off again you're crazy i'm
1: gonna have to just dump i'm just gonna gonna have to dump that one you're crazy
2: there you go (laughs) hey bigfoot hey rob Lowe. oh do you really want to delete No, I didn't delete it.
1: <laughs> Rob Lowe. Booing Rob Lowe and the app. I will I will say to Rob, though, that... Uh, we are
0: experiencing technical difficulties on NerdGare this morning. Mine are cutting off, too. Ro- Rob, oh, went all Rob when
1: interviewed about it, he uh, was quoted as saying, it was literally the scariest thing I've ever seen. Literally. literally.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading all of his quotes in this article as... Chris, that guy, Chris Trager. Chris Trager, <laughs> thank you.
1: Did you punctuate you throw the word literally literally in there every oh, yeah. every four sentences or so every and every 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 about six or seven sentences you have to throw in something about uh, how healthy he is and how hydrated he is and how he's how much he's exercised today.
0: <laughs> uh Katie May and I have ever since uh, we watched Parks and Rec Of ha- uh, course binge watched and you know the whole thing in a fairly short period of time naturally but um uh ever since uh, we've started taking uh taking on his way of like a, I want this and I want it exactly this way and I want it in 15 minutes. So we've started like uh, I want supper. <laughs> I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I want it exactly in two I want exactly two sandwiches with four pieces of bread. I want exactly yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just kind of become a thing in the poor apartment. <laughs>
1: I want smooth peanut butter not chunky <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be Katie May I'm the one who likes chunky peanut butter random so you gotta, and factory. I was going to say you got to keep two kinds of peanut butter we in do. the house huh? Oh, we do
1: nice. you don't just keep smooth peanut butter in the house and then just throw peanuts in
0: no, um, <laughs> for the, b- believe, it, wants believe it or not, I tried that when I was younger at my when I was still living with my parents. There was one time that I think that I, I don't remember the circumstance so we ended up with with smooth and and I added peanuts and I just it wasn't the same somehow. I don't know why. I don't know why. I know it shouldn't matter, I know it shouldn't, but somehow it did. What you got? <sighs> I, I don't,
2: uh, this is. Apparently, in journalism, and I use that in dick fingers, uh, <laughs> there's no such thing as research for any for anything, any well, even even mundane, you know, lifestyle kind of articles. People just don't even bother to Google anything anymore. No,
1: not if you read it on the internet. There's not print journalism is where there's actual like researchers and editors. Not on the internet. Too much stuff is just you know somebody publishes something and then somebody just takes it and throws it on their site too. So it just gets propagated all over. Yeah. So as long if the if the first source didn't check it, nobody else did. So, um,
2: the BBC's consumer affairs watchdog program uh, <laughs> sampled some iced drinks from Starbucks and two UK chains, Costa Coffee and Cafe Nero, and determined that they contained varying levels of fecal coliform bacteria. Where is the sound effect why don't we have a sound effect do you idiots not have mythbusters where you live
1: we we can have that sound effect next week if you clip. if you clip that out of this episode
2: everybody who's seen mythbusters already knows that fecal coliform bacteria is already on everything
1: yes Uh no surprise it's it's on your brand new toothbrush the moment you open it from the sterile package no, it's in the sterile package. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like the, the the cleanest it can be is like right out of the package, right? Did right you out see of the that sterile Yes, of course I did. Okay. <laughs> it was
0: it was it, it it was one of those moments where it's like, well now I know it and I can't unknow it, but I guess I whatever.
1: <laughs> no, and and it's in that article, yeah. its sole purpose is to make you afraid.
2: I don't I don't pay Starbucks to make my coffee for me. I'm happy to make it myself. You make your
0: own poo coffee. Yeah, yeah that's
2: right.
1: It's all got poo on it. Yeah. And like And my, if it's my poo all the better. <laughs> my, my my brother lamented. He uh, you 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 know that he went to Iceland again recently. My brother Kurt, has he ever
2: left Iceland? I think he <laughs> might have been
1: skyping from Iceland it's, these last few times. It's possible, but he was in Iceland again, and he got back, and he posted at one point shortly after he returned, like like once like he was just back inside the borders, and he was spending time in a, an airport waiting for his transfer or whatever, and he said. I just spent 15 minutes in front of a television with the news on, and every single story I heard was designed to make me afraid.
0: <laughs> you mean in America or in Iceland? In America. Amer- well, he went to Iceland. Me. Of he went to is. Iceland.
1: He was away from that for 10 days or 12 days or however long he was gone, came back, and the first thing that he experienced was the media trying to make him poop himself.
0: Of course. That's all they care about these days.
1: Because it's got to be... It, you know, Sensationalism. Clickbait headlines got to get, gotta get your attention. Can't just report the news. Follow-up news, sort of, not really. Please let it be something that like, is supposed to make us afraid. Go, go, go.
0: <laughs> so I can be no. a real hypocrite. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's going to be about poo again. So. No, I'm sorry. Well, we, then uh, you just let both of us down, Mike. Way to go.
2: I can go back through my unread <laughs> episodes and try to... F- or uh, news articles <laughs> and try to find something. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. Or we can just
1: jump to Ando's topics. Topic. Are we wrapping up news?
2: We don't have to. Okay.
1: It's up to you
0: guys. Ando! What's up? We're done with news. You say you're done with news, and I look over at Mike's iPad, and I see R2-D2. What was that? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Spoiler alert for some news next time, I guess. Take that. Maybe. (laughs) Um,
1: You were going to enlighten us about, uh, I mean... Listeners of the show know that you work at the Escapery, which is an escape room. And
0: yeah, li- well, listeners of the show may, may know that that is that that, that is uh, coming up on a year uh, since that happened. I used I, I did my I, I took my licks, did my time uh, nine years. I worked in a in the corporate world. Being took a, his licks. Yeah, doing it being a web developer.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, believe me, the way those jobs screwed me over sometimes. Oh, yeah totally totally oh yeah oh yeah take it so um but anyway eventually i realized that that uh, career path was killing me and uh ended up uh now in the uh, escape room industry which is a much more enjoyable uh career path for me um and uh so yeah it's been uh, according to the the i actually really like that facebook has has started you know you can look at the things that have happened on the same date in years past and so it like kind of gives me some perspective on thing on you know how quickly things in life can seem like they change and so i've been watching you know, every day that I go in and do that, that you know, look at the past years, I see the the stories of my uh, of the things that have happened. Like June is apparently an extraordinarily significant month for me because in years past, June is uh, when I started my first job out of college. June also is when I was leaving my first job out of college. Uh, June is when I was leaving my last job and, and getting involved with the escapery, and 11 years ago, uh, uh, well, and actually June 22nd specifically as a date is apparently a fairly significant one because uh, a year ago on June 22nd was when I got called into the meeting wherein I uh, was confronted with a choice that led to me leaving my final corporate job, and 11 years ago on June 22nd was the day that I first uh, met Katie May. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna
1: say it sounds to me like June is the month where you realize you are dissatisfied with something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you decided and, and to cover my butt here with, with Candy May, you got to June of that year and said, rest of these women, blah, this is the one right here. Yeah, this is this is this is the one for me.
0: I mean Good job. hopefully. <laughs> I, I mean I mean Did I do that well. <laughs> Because it I, sounds I, like yeah,
1: like it, like that's a month where just like at some point during the year you you you, you take
0: stock. Well, uh, well, honestly, with Katie May, the, uh, like I know this is going to come as a massive shock to anyone who knows me well enough, but I was not that popular with the ladies back before I met her. Nerd. nerd. Exactly. Oh, you I I were a, saying nerd. I got a no from Craig and a nerd from Mike. <laughs> Both of you are right. You know Both, So. Yes, that that was it was more like the- you know, I finally met someone who wasn't so put off by me that she could actually stand being around me on a regular basis. Um, the, 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 the last job was the, that realization came actually in December of 2015 when I realized how much I hated the career path. It's just that that led to a series of, of depression and misery that had started impacting my work performance. And the meeting in, in question here was then basically saying they were going to give me a write-up in my HR file and put me on a 30-day performance improvement plan or I could put in, avoid the write up by putting in a three week notice and resigning. And I think that they were expecting that was going to kind of kick me in the butt and make me, you know, snap to and stuff. Instead, you know, I went back to the hotel, thought of, because I was actually, they did this while I was in Knoxville, uh, you know, on a, on a business trip. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to go back to the hotel and Skype my wife and, and say, well, what are we going to do about this? And, but that was, I think they thought that that was what was going to happen. And instead, I walk in the next morning and was like, well, it's been great working for you guys. I'm out. <laughs> I think that they must have, you know, I don't know. Anyway, the point is, getting back to sort of the original <laughs> topic, um, I have landed at uh, an escape room in Marietta. So if you are if you are a Georgia listener and you are local to the Marietta area, just look up The Escapery, um, spelled much like you would expect it to be. Um, and that's that's where I am now. Um, so uh, working in an escape room is, is, is like, I, I guess I could just keep rambling on about it, but I feel like maybe you guys should ask me questions.
1: My question is... <laughs> what where did this weird thing come from
0: well actually that is a good question yeah a <laughs> uh, nice leading one okay so basically um escape rooms grew out of uh, video games because a, as a concept uh, escape rooms are kind of like live action video games and if you really uh, if you take a look through uh, any of the mobile app markets uh, the app stores and you look at, at games you're going to find a lot of them are like escape the room escape this escape that there's all kinds of those type things and um, so but if you go back uh, even further you can even get back to days of uh, some of the early text-based adventures of like the late '70s and early '80s when computers didn't have graphics and it was just like describing this thing to you and you type in what you do and it tells you, uh, you know, how to res- what responds to it. Like you know, the old Zork games, for example, and stuff like that. Um, and Oregon my- trail. You now have dysentery. Well, I mean, even that had graphics. I mean, like we're talking back to the days <laughs> where, remember, like, I remember Zork. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I play- uh, well, like my and my personal go east. Yeah. There's nothing that way. Yeah, <laughs> my personal favorite text-based adventure being the text-based version of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That one's really well done for what it's worth. I enjoyed
1: that one. I've never finished it. Um, really, I, I have, however, uh, finished the Hamlet text adventure.
0: Whoa! I haven't played the Hamlet one. Which I love this. It mixes. Games,
1: it's so. like it, it's all Hamlet stuff, and then mm-hmm. it mixes in a handful of things from other Shakespearean plays. Cool. So Hamlet, you're playing Hamlet, and every so often you run into like you know Richard the Third or Romeo <laughs> or whoever.
0: I, I spent. Uh, I've spent. I spent many years of my teenage <clears throat> life uh, playing text-based adventures a lot. But anyway, so those, the, there are some of those early text-based adventures. Uh, I think if I remember correctly, one of the earliest ones was called Colossal Cave, and it was. The kind of, a lot of them are a similar idea of you're you're put in a situation that you you have you have to escape the situation and and like uh, there's for example one of the play called Planetfall actually even imposes a time limit on you because in in the text based adventure called Planetfall you start as like a lieutenant in a in a, like a space navy type thing you know like not Starfleet you know. And your ship explodes, and you manage to make it to an escape pod and get out, and you land on this planet. But on this planet, there's been a plague, and so, so of course, you don't realize that as soon as you start the game, you've contracted this plague. And so your, your time limit is that you start getting sick, and if you can't manage to escape your situation by the end of the game, you will – I mean, by a certain time, you will just succumb to the plague and you will die. So basically, it's it, that was, to me – those, to me, are early versions of, of that phenomenon of being put in a, in a situation – You've got a stressful, uh, you've got a stressful, you know, element to it of some kind, and you've got a time limit where if you you, you lose if you can't do it by a certain number of, of turns or whatever, um, and so then as as games got more graphical and then we got mobile games and such, that kind of, uh, if I remember from the research I did on earlier, that uh, Japan is of course one of the early, uh, one of the earliest, um, pe- uh, countries that started making a fad out of this. It doesn't really surprise me. Um, mm-hmm. But it kind of it 's like it started there, and you know spread through europe and I think if i i'm, I'm going to get this wrong, I think, but it was either Russia or Germany one of the two was is also fairly early adopter of this of this fad of this trend. Um, but then of course, once it hit America, just, you know, then it became a dime a dozen on app stores and stuff. And then once they started going, you know, into physical, uh, spaces, it just really took, took by storm. And there's websites that you can like just, there's a website I've seen that has like a list of all the States and you can see all the escape rooms in all the States and even tiny States have like a lot of escape rooms these days. How many like in this area are there? Um' uh, let's see, in the metro Atlanta area, gosh, there's probably at least 10 to 10 to 15, something I, I don't know exactly, but like, but nine to 14 of them suck. <laughs> the escape room is awesome.: You know, one of the other nice things <laughs> this is one of the things that I think I like about the escape room industry is that escape rooms don't really ha- compete viciously with each other. Like, yeah, you can have preferences about, well, I like the the quality of their puzzles or the quality of their props more or whatever. But at the end of the day, an escape room doesn't really cater to repeat business because unless the place literally changes the content of a room, once you've done that room, you don't go back and do that room. Right. So escape room – uh, escape room companies tend to have you know a, a location with several rooms so that your repeat business businesses you're going back and doing their different rooms and then they'll like swap out rooms so that you go back and do their new rooms um, so that means that once you've done every room that an escape room has that you really have no reason to try to you know discourage you from going anywhere else so we actually promote each other we help each other oh that's other. cool so it's a much more kind industry I count eighteen in the Atlanta area. That does not surprise me at all. From and and get this, that's
1: from downtown Atlanta
0: mm-hmm.
1: to as far away as um Woodstock up in the northeast mm-hmm. to uh Buford ish area in the northwest. And if you live south of downtown Atlanta, you're screwed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's again, none down there. They're again, all, no surprise. <laughs> they're all north of the of the, of the downtown. Yeah,
2: nobody wants to live or have bu- conduct their business um, on a flight path from the <laughs> world's busiest airport. Sorry, South Metro. You lose. There's plenty
1: of people down there, but <coughs> the escape rooms are, are not. cheaper to live down oh, there. nope. That's a lie. That's a When I zoomed oh, in found a little one. bit, I found one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How far south are we talking here? Um, We're sorry. <laughs> it's south of Fayetteville. Insert name
1: here. Uh, I see two that are south of Fayetteville. Hmm sharpsburg whitewater ish area places that you've never even heard of because they're so far off the freeways where sharpsburg where yeah <laughs> so
0: uh at the we currently have uh we currently have two rooms at the escape free and we are we are uh in the middle of construction of our third so in case anyone is is hooked at this point enough to be curious about what we have to offer at the escape free, i'm going to do a quick plug for us. Um, I will give elevator pitches. Don't worry, I'm not going to ramble too long. Uh, no, they're... tell us how to solve them. Tell us how to solve them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I won't do that, but I will give. I will actually give a little bit of free general escape room advice because there's some stuff I see all the time, and I kind of, you know, I, I want to public service this. So anyway, the the rooms that we have at the escape room. The first one is... translation.
2: Uh, most of you guys are taking way too long
0: i mean yes <laughs> uh so first off uh the, the first room was called Destiny, and destiny is uh nineteen fifties it's uh espionage it's very much themed around indiana jones uh we you're going into an evil professors breaking into an evil professor's office to recover a stolen uh artifact um and so it's just kind of like uh, you, you, if you are familiar with the Indiana Jones universe, you will notice several call outs to it so uh, there's that. It is very puzzle heavy. It's a lot of fun though. Um, and, and, and I really love it. Uh, it's been around for, it, it was the first one we had, so it's been around the longest and it's been very well refined. It's, it's, it's very polished and smooth at this point. Um, the, the second room that we just opened a couple months ago is called Ripper. And by the name, you can probably tell that it is about Jack the Ripper. <laughs> so it is of course set in the, what's late- a Jack the it, it's it's set in the late 1800s uh, in London, and uh, basically the storyline there is it's been five years since the historical Jack the Ripper uh, murders, and he has returned. There's five new murders, and he's kidnapped a sixth victim. And it's basically because he's just so awesome and has been able to pull this off. He uh, he sends a letter to the to uh, Scotland Yard, and it's like, hey guys, haha, you can't even catch me. In fact, I'm even going to tell you, I've kidnapped someone, and I'm not even going to kill her till midnight, so you guys have a chance to try and save her. So the, you're you're the police force trying to save her, but before midnight. So,
2: but you're in a room, or is this done up as like a series of well, in spaces? a as
0: as a concept and using what you call dick fingers escape room <laughs> are rarely sing actually just single rooms. They do exist. Don't get me wrong, but in many cases, it is a, an escape room. Actually, is a series of rooms. Okay. Um, and in the case of Ripper, it actually does technically start, uh, even though you are in literally inside our building, it is made up to look like a, an alleyway. So it looks out like you're outside at first. Um, but anyway, uh, and the one that we are uh, in the process of working on is called Silo and it's going to be kind of, uh, another cold war era. One break into a Russian nuclear silo, stop them from launching a nuke against America and starting world war three, you know, like you do. <laughs> so I, I don't have as many details on that because it's not done yet. So I, I don't really know all of the ins and outs yet, but um, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Um, and, and one of the other things that's kind of nice about ours is that uh, one of the anxieties that I run into sometimes with people uh, is you, the the concept of escape room. People think you're, you're locked into a room and you've got an hour to escape. And to be fair, that is kind of one of the main ideas, but, in our case, that in our rooms that isn't the case. You aren't literally physically locked into a room. Your objective isn't to find you know a code or a key to get you out of the room you're locked into. It is you've got an objective and you just have an hour time limit to complete the objective. It's metaphorical,
1: by. yeah. Well, and if they literally lock you in a room, then you know, coming from the architecture side of things here, they got to have like a whole system in place to unlock your doors should the fire alarm exactly. go or something like that. So that's just added expense. Why do that? Exactly. Just, just tell people go in here. Do the thing. You got an hour if you got to pee. Bathroom's over there. Yeah, f- fire marshal is a big
0: reason why we don't actually lock people in and we have clearly labeled emergency it's exits. Exp- no doors are it's just, locked. It's just yeah. an expense thing. Yeah. I mean, why would
1: you Yeah, just <laughs> why an- would you
0: spend the money when you can just say just pretend. Yeah, well, I mean, and people who are going to have fun with it suspend their disbelief. And it's like, yeah. I'll play along. I'm locked in the room. Oh, no. You know, exactly. <laughs> booga, booga. I'm, I'm
1: locked in the room until I really got to poo. Exactly. <laughs> then I'm allowed to leave. And my, my teammates will appreciate that. Now, for the, for the record, yeah. um, there's a crap ton of them in London.
0: Really? Um, I, d- I guess that doesn't surprise me a little more than I thought it would.
1: Um, there's a couple in Moscow. I looked Paris. I find it interesting that there are escape rooms in any place that was once part of the uh, Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, kind of curious. I went to look to see if there's any in North Korea. And there is. Um, it's called North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> it's re- really kind of big. It's a big room <laughs> yeah. and it's hard to escape. So uh, so I promise some- Ooh, Amsterdam. Can, can we go to Amsterdam doing an escape room? <laughs> and do other stuff that Amsterdam lets you have Let's let you do. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh boy. There's plenty. <laughs> so so I You could do an escape room crawl. <laughs> there's there's a, a number of spots where there's like three or four within about four blocks. <laughs> go 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 toke up, do an escape room, toke
0: up, do an escape room, toke up, do an escape room. It's your evening. That's yeah. a Saturday, baby. <laughs> I mean, we may not have all of the legal drugs they do over there, but you may or may not be surprised by the number of uh, inebriated uh, guests we have oh, come pfft. through our rooms. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all. But uh, so, Watch me do this stupid thing. Drunk <laughs> me. Or or there was there's a couple that are more like ladies' nights out, like leave the husbands behind, go get some red wine, and then go do an escape room. There
1: are a great many in Espen. So yeah, Madrid, holy
0: crap! Wow. If if I have now whetted any of your uh, listeners' appetites for escape rooms, whether they are going to try the room or are elsewhere and doing other ones, it doesn't actually matter because I I, I have a strong desire to help people out because. I know that struggling can be can make it less fun. So to give you a little bit of a of an edge ag- over people who haven't heard some of these things, here are some tips from uh from the Supreme Game Master at the Escape Room, because that is my job title there. I've gotten a promotion.
1: Supreme. Yeah. That so, just that just means he comes with uh, sausage, pepperoni, onions, and peppers. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the lettuce and tomato and sour cream.
0: Um okay, so so first off, um, if it is not a crappy escape room, a padlock, the, the the combination to a padlock, be it letters, numbers, or a combination of them, is not going to be to stand in front of it and just try random stuff until it opens. <laughs> you will waste a lot of time doing that. You will waste all of your time I, I have that. heard – it is not that I have heard that there aren't some escape rooms that don't give you in some place – a combination to a padlock and do expect you to kind of just random it. But if that's the case, it's a bad escape room. I'm sorry. It's a bad <laughs> escape room. The point is that those combinations to those padlocks are likely found at, in the room, whether encoded or inside another box that's locked and it's a string of puzzles. Like, don't just say, here's a four digit combination. I'm going to try every possible four digit combination that's anywhere in the room. Just like pay attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another thing. If something is, like, attached to a wall even a little bit, it probably is meant to be attached <laughs> to that wall. Especially if it's something like, oh, I don't know, a chalkboard, per se?
2: Oh, no. Did this happen?
0: Yeah. So, uh, much Okay. So much like, you know, tech support, you think that you hear horror stories on the internet, like, oh, they they must be exaggerated, and they're not. They're absolutely true, and I can also testify to that from my past. I can also tell you that you see some unbelievable stuff when you're watching people go through an escape room so it is it's not any kind of spoiler to destiny to say that there is a laser in the room lasers are a really common element in escape rooms because it's fun to play with lasers and everybody loves them and you can bounce them around with mirrors and all kinds of fun stuff like that you know so in our escape room at one point this has been This has been changed because of this uh, because of this event. (laughs) Uh At at one point, um, the 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 initial placement of the laser in the room had it shining on a chalkboard in the room. And this particular group saw this and rather than thinking, well, then this is just a neutral position and there's probably going to be some method to redirect or re-aim this laser to something it, more important.
2: No, it must be pointing at something behind that chalkboard.
0: And, <laughs> and to, to be fair, it was recently after we had moved locations and the, we had reset up the room and we, you know we were still kind of figuring everything out. And one of the screws in the bottom right-hand corner of the chalkboard, holding it to the wall was a little bit, had, had done that thing where it had pulled out of the drywall mm-hmm. just enough to make it loose, and the people sort of realized the bottom right-hand side of the chalkboard was loose and thought, hey, something's behind here. Grab the other side of this <laughs> and proceeded to literally rip all of the screws out of the wall.
2: Now, aren't you or somebody watching them and talking to
0: them over the loudspeakers?
2: Well, like, we don't No, have... no, don't do that. Well,
0: stop. first, we don't have loudspeakers. This, in, in Destiny, we communicate over walkie-talkie. Secondly, yes, I was watching. And thirdly, the problem was that this happened so quickly oh, yeah. that by the time I had reached It's a
1: timed event, Mike.
0: Yeah, it, it, well, <laughs> more like they got excited because they thought they had figured something out. So yeah. the time I realized by him you know, sort of grabbing the chalkboard, and I heard him say, hey, grab this, I had reached for the walkie and pulled it to my <laughs> mouth and had yelled, team, no, and the, the thing was gone. They, were they already- was just already— uh, and, of course, then they're all sheepish. And you're like, oh, Ooh, sorry. I'm sorry. And it's like, ah, it's okay, I guess. We'll just we, – we screwed about seven more screws into the wall at that point. So the, the chalkboard is very well secured at this point. But basically, <laughs> don't pull things that are screwed into walls off of those walls. I would like the
1: chalkboard off the wall. I would like the chalkboard <laughs> on the floor. I would like all four screws strewn everywhere. And I would like this as quickly as possible. <laughs> That's how Chris Traeger would uh, sure would instruct his, his team to do that. Literally, literally <laughs> that is how literally he would literally how he
0: would instruct. Them. Of course, <laughs> um, I'm now, gonna start talking like him too. That's an, a fun way to talk. <laughs> another PSA for you: if you're going through escape rooms again, and I, I know these are generalizations, and there are probably exceptions to most of these things, but by and large, uh, uh, an element that got you the answer to one puzzle is highly unlikely to provide further clues to other puzzles. I'm trying to be vague so I don't give anything away about any of our rooms, but basically if you've got something that, say, has a ton of numbers on it and through the course of a puzzle you narrow that down and find a combination to a padlock, you've probably found the only useful piece of information in those series of numbers. Likely you don't need to keep going back to that well because, again, at that point you're wasting time. If you've gotten something open, it's probably important to to whatever you have opened probably has the next step in your puzzle track. Don't, like, backtrack.
1: There's there's about 20 escape rooms in about four square miles in downtown Madrid. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking for, like, the place that has the... You know, a lot. Because Atlanta's got a lot. The highest concentration. But it's a little bit spread out because of the metro area. But Madrid is just like in downtown and about
0: two miles across, two miles top to bottom. There's 20. One more thing (laughs) for people to bear in mind. This isn't a PSA so much as just an FYI. Because most people probably think that this is true. And I just want to confirm that this is true. We are watching we are laughing at you (laughs) and the things that people and i would not be surprised if more escape rooms have what we have which is a little notebook that is in the gm office that when we hear people say the stupid stuff or the funny stuff or the things that make no sense we will write it down Mm -hmm. for example (laughs) here we go for example one of my favorites there was a particular uh, puzzle that had a clue on it, and this is actually I can use this one because we, we took this puzzle out. So basically, there was a, there was a clue that involved um, a, a sheet of paper that had things with multiple colors on them. Uh, specifically, it had blue, red, yellow and orange things on it. And the clue on it was what color doesn't rhyme? <laughs> the idea be there, of course, being therefore narrow it down to only the orange stuff, right? Uh-huh. Well, one time I was watching the, a group go through their room. They, they received this clue, and I heard uh, one guy say, read off the clue, what color doesn't rhyme? And immediately, and very confidently, very sure of herself, one of the other ladies in the group yelled, yellow! I thought you were going to say, none of them! Nope,
2: just <laughs> immediately threw <laughs> out yellow! None of these colors rhyme with each other. <laughs>
0: They're all completely different.
2: Well, yellow yeah yellow never had mellow yellow growing up huh
0: like i I don't know she I, never
2: dated a fellow that she liked
0: just, i I don't know I don't know um
2: she never yelled anything like in a bellow
0: the in and, and of course there's also the 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 inev- a yellow bellow? the the inevitable like you know innuendos because you know, there's things like put it in the hole <laughs> <laughs> wiggle it around <laughs> <laughs> Slide it in and out And this Sorry. one I, I will, Sorry. Off, I will Sorry. offer this with no context But this is an actual quote That was heard during uh, A Destiny run Blow in her mouth mm. <laughs> I'm not making that one up And and I think my final uh, Anecdote from, from the GM office um, and, and it's one of those that's from from That world of you have to laugh At it And you, but, but because of who you are, you can't really acknowledge it in the moment. So there was a, there was a group that I was running through the room. It was a small group. It was only three people. And ordinarily this would not even come into play at all, but it is actually irrelevant to the story to note that they were all black. They were very awesome people. They had a great time in the room. Uh, After I was finished with the briefing and I was letting them into the room, one of them said one of the most priceless gems I have ever heard (laughs) Um, because, as I mentioned before, Destiny is set in uh, in the nineteen fifties. Yeah, and so on their way into the room, this wonderful, hilarious guy says, "Well, it's the nineteen fifties, and we're black." So, <laughs> whoa! And I just like you—you you can't acknowledge it in the moment, but damn, if it isn't right. <laughs>
2: Did you have to Say yes you are allowed to go in
0: (laughs) I, I mean I just kind of like Smiled and shook my head and was like I mean, I, I don't know what to do. I didn't know what to say to that. It was it, it's just one of those moments where he left me speechless. But it, it, as soon as I got back into the office, I just busted the gut laughing because it was like it's the things that you have you know, the, those kind of historical inaccuracies that mm-hmm. you have to just sort of smile and nod and, you know, suspend your disbelief going into a room that's that's set in the past.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, could have been worse. Could have been, <laughs> been the 1850s. It's, uh, oh. it's it's an escape room that's themed around Jack the Ripper, and I'm a woman, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm a prostitute. No, wait, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm the- a prostitute who works down by the docks. No, it, that's 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 the story. Yeah. You know, well, that, was it, well we, we didn't theme it that closely, ma'am. Well,
0: also not <laughs> to mention the fact that in Ripper we are specifically saying that the players are taking the roles of Scotland Yard, London Police Force. So basically, they are policemen specifically. <laughs> now had, that also might still tell true for women. Understood. Have you gone?
1: <laughs> have have you had anybody? Have you had have you had any people, um, particularly with the the Ripper's one, since it's you know set in a in another country. Mm-hmm. Um, other than the U.S., have you any had anybody go like full on character and like affect a British or Scottish accent? And
0: yes, uh, a or few attempt to. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Actually, it's one of the things that, that somebody I... go in there and have fun with it.
1: As, as as I'm going to check out this over here now, you check out that over there. Oh, you know, big bushy mustache and as, as little as... hat. <laughs>
0: As the game master, <laughs> I actually uh, for both Destiny because that we're the the GM's character uh, because that's another thing I, that's different from from some of the other escape rooms is rather than having like a screen for your hints or or a loudspeaker or even mm-hmm. a tablet that you're scanning QR codes ours I actually our GMs take on characters that you're interacting with so in Destiny you're talking to us to uh, a an agent a secret agent uh over the walkie-talkie and so mm-hmm. i make him a british agent and i affect a british accent and i do a different uh you know more more kind of old crotchety you know scotland yard uh, detective inspector for for ripper but um i do use one and some other people do too because we actually have uh fake uh plastic bobby hats that people can optionally wear if they want to and so some people get really excited about that and put on the hats and they you know talk in an Absolutely. Accent. Yeah. So yes, we do get that. We, we do see that sometimes.
1: Okay, ando, all right. You've made a mistake. Uh oh. Did you? Did you? Mike? Did you hear his mistake? No, I didn't. He told us that he affects an English accent. Two different and ones, and we're doing an audio podcast. Oh, so, oh, ando, boy. oh dear. Could you uh, give us a pitch for Ripper, um, including prices and uh, and the name of the place and everything? It's a Scotsman yard fellow. Well,
0: I don't do a Scottish accent. <laughs> that's fine. So that's whatever, what I whatever, do, whatever, but, whatever. Um, whatever, Sc- whatever you Scotland do.
1: Yard, not Scott. Scotland. Scot. Scotland. Scotland. Scotsman.
0: So, so oh, I can a, talk a, like a Welshman. A, a pitch for it in <laughs> pricing and location. Jeez. Well, uh, just do just 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 do the voice. Um, uh, let's see. Um, okay. So, like, when when I first show up in in the character for the people, it's usually like. All right, team, you must be my batch of new recruits. You've been pulled off your regular patrols under the direst of circumstances. Because, yes, it's true, Jack the Ripper has returned. Very
2: good. There you go. Way better than I could do.
1: <laughs> well, that's fair. Yours would just turn into Austrian.
0: Okay, see, here's here's how I can actually do that. Because <laughs> yes, ever since I was a small child, my parents raised me on a, uh, a nice diet of Monty Python. Right. And yeah, so after me too, after decades stick. of Monty Python, I you know because that's how I can even recognize the different types of accents because they you know Agent Amethyst, which is my character for Destiny, has a, a, a bit has he has a different he he's he's higher pitched and he's uh, more upbeat in general. He's younger. He has a higher class British accent, but Detective Inspector Fox, which is my Ripper character, has is much more lower class. You know more closer to the Cockney and and you know older, stubborn, does not have any sort of. For, for people's shenanigans um, Like I don't, when I'm Detective Inspector Fox I don't smile Very much unless I'm laughing at people for looking At these pictures of prostitutes and thinking that they're The missing you know maids um, But anyway <laughs>
1: Yeah um, We need to wrap up Yeah. Okay yep Right now all right <laughs> Thanks Ando You're bloody
2: welcome We'll uh thank you revisit this again At some point, you have some additional stories to tell us about ladies nights out and (laughs) red wine (laughs) and putting things in her mouth, (laughs) blowing in her mouth, blowing. Oh, Mike, where can they find us? Uh, Kevin question. Yeah, we got time for Kevin question.
1: My battery's dying. We're done. I'm done. Your battery died. You want to do the Kevin question? I don't get to read anything off my computer anymore. Okay. Sorry,
2: Kevin. We'll do you next week.
1: Now I have to log back in.
2: <laughs> Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us nerdburgershow at gmail.com,
0: and... Uh, you can find me at uh, theamazingando.com and the theescapery at theescapery.com, and, of course, Facebook and the Twitters for AndoCon and all those wonderful things. And?
1: NerdburgerGames.com Nerdberger, RPG.com On the next episode of Nerdburger I want an intro I want a guest intro I want seven news stories I want a longer topic at the end I want an outro and I want all of those items delivered in 60 to 75 minutes Literally